Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 3rd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, it's uh, it's great to see you. I, I, can't, I was thinking about it while I was uh, walking out to the shed here. I'm not sure when the last time we went so many days without communication was. <laughs> That's a good, that is a good point. I Yeah, I feel like... Probably between like the Masters or some other Scotland or majors, I've probably gone longer without like seeing my wife or talking to my wife than I have for you, right? Until maybe this most recent trip where I, I departed for the Caribbean and, and kind of cut off for a few days. So yeah, that's that's we see each other a good amount. Um, What's the, how you how doing? Was the trip? How was the trip? It was great. It was great. It was great. I mean. You know, my quote about whatever I said, parenthood is not hard. It's just constant. I don't know. Maybe it's a little hard because coming back to right into the fresh, the morning routine, get them off to school today was uh, tough. So, but it was a great trip. Great trip. No, don't do too many Sands kids, obviously celebrating uh, a group of our momentous birthdays. So it was, it was very good. No golf. Where do you stand on going to a vacation destination that has no golf there was not even an option to play golf on the island where we went i mean i kind of enjoy it i don't mind it you know i i did my honeymoon a locale i thought didn't have golf and then when we got stuck there for the hurricane uh you know a couple days after i got back i got an email from the manager of the Seoul golf course in saint lucia this was before the cabot development Sure. asking me if i was still sure. on the island and if i wanted to come play um so the <laughs> i will say i think like i think i have conversations about this with people all the time and this is not at all like a complaint i love what i do and i i get to yeah i just had an epic couple days um because of yeah. what we do i um, hear about but, that but the thing that happens, I feel like, with when when golf becomes your profession, is you do lose a little bit of your hobby, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, yep. And so, as for vacations, with no golf in sight, it is as somebody in the golf world, I think that is quite a uh, quite a delightful thing. Sometimes, you know, would I love to go on a vacation and play golf with my best? friends you know somewhere absolutely like i'm not saying that but yeah you know with with a wife that deals with a lot of golf all the time a destination with no golf in sight is is a very very good thing in terms of, of for a lot of reasons yeah it was uh yeah it was great i i i don't it's not like i play a ton of golf but it was kind of nice to just like it was very focused on you know relaxation and and you know seclusion and all that so it was a good good vacation i really cut myself off i, I was like i feel like the most cut off i've been like i'm 
generally aware of high level details of what happened, you know who, like with the NFL draft, do you Mexico know who won Open, Mexico things like Open? that. Tony Finau won. <laughs> I know, know John Rom pushed him a little bit. Do you know who won the Champions Tour event? More importantly, <laughs> no, I can't say. I got that granular on what I missed. Elker who won? went back. Elker went back to back at the Inspirit. <laughs> okay. That's good. Now I feel caught up. I feel whole again. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty caught off, cut off, I should say. Not really aware. So I'm jumping back in. Got in late last night to Dulles. Uh, have you, ready, have you down? Have you gotten in on the on the Browns draft? What What are your thoughts? Do you have any? No, no, I haven't. They didn't have any first know. round picks. I know they they took some guys, wide receiver from Tennessee. Uh, got some good grades, I think. I don't know. I, have, I don't know who they took. Quite honestly, where did the picks go? <laughs> uh, I think Houston had a few. I don't know what that, how they got them, but I think we sent some to Houston in the trade. Uh, <laughs> That's all I'm aware of. So, must have happened while I was gone. I don't know. I don't remember the details of why we didn't have our picks. But um, yeah, we'll do a little whip around. What else? So, what's going on with you? You're on the little influencer circuit. You're bouncing around with all the influencers and the celebs down in Los Angeles and media companies and all this los angeles and pebble beach not bad yeah it's it worked was, though it was it was a busy day a busy couple of days it was uh we had our event in ojai obviously you know you you were popping me you were cut off but you somehow were getting intel about <laughs> about pace of play in ojai allegedly cut off well that was the one yeah <laughs> i opened instagram once there for a minute i checked my messages i had a friend of the program who was there message me saying you were uh, the last one on the course being slow and i just felt i had to share i'd be not cut off there for a second so 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 i had that had the event but in between we were working on a bunch of stuff for uh u.s open week so some yeah. early morning shoots, some late late afternoon shoots, um, and golf in between. Uh, LACC was phenomenal, and then uh, drove up to Pebble, which was that was a haul from from LA to Pebble for the next day of golf. Which you know, world smallest violin. Then drove home last night to the northern part of Central <laughs> California, and uh, it was uh, it was it was a, it's a big it was a big trip. I, I I'm not gonna lie. Then my daughter wasn't sleeping last night. I was, it just, just was, uh, it was like the, the, I was exhausted. I get home. It was just the whipped cream, you know, and obviously my wife's been man in the house by, by herself. And, you know, it, it was, there was no question about who was taking care of the kid, you know, last night. Yep. Hence, we have a late Wednesday recording here. You were traveling, I was traveling, and it just wasn't going to happen. You were making content for the future. We're putting I, newsletters out, I Club TFE, all this stuff was still churning. I saw that. I saw I a picture. Two bag, I carried oh, you went two back bags. to your roots. Yeah, yeah. I carried two bags. Real talk. What's that? Time. What's Pebble like as a? What's Pebble like as a caddying course? Is it tough? I mean, I'm trying to think of where it would be bad. Uh, it's a big hill. There's like the walking up yeah, the sixth hill six. is is pretty big, um, and then eight's a big hill. But you know, overall, not bad, right? It's not super long. Um, I went back to the tees, but if you were if you're a real real pro jock, doing the doing the four caddying, 
you could cut off some yeah. time there. And the pace of play was great, um, which was which was a delightful thing. It, you know, we played under five hours, which at Pebble under five hours is like a, a an achievement. A, you should get a medal of honor for that. So, um, but uh, but yeah, the, the I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was I was really nervous about if I could make it around with the two bags. And I, I, I surprised myself. I was pretty spry at the end of the day. Good. That's great to hear. I was, I was wondering about that. It was that. 14, it was 14 years since I carried two bags. Okay. okay. It was, uh, but it was, it was fun. It was fun to do. And, uh, you know, it gave me a little bit different lens on, on the golf course. So, um, good. But good. all right. So it, we got a lot of that exciting. coming. We but got I, majors coming up. We got the Oak Hill videos premiering tonight. I, on YouTube, I, I wanted, wanted to put to, that in there. Uh, I wanted to note that I watched that last week before I left. Cut myself off. Um, as someone who had almost no hand in it, other than a couple notes, I would highly, highly recommend it. Um, it is really, really good for Oak Hill. You guys did a podcast on it. We Oak Hill. We've done a course review, course profile for uh, for Club TFE. Like we have some mixed thoughts, uh, people in the company about it. This this will though. This video will get you really excited and kind of orient you for the P- the next major, which is like two weeks away. It's like beautiful, beautiful course footage with Andrew Green, course architect, uh, Mr. Belts. Is that his name? Mr. Belts, Fred. who's the Fred course Belts. historian. Like really good. Okay. Um, really, really good video and features some footage. You know, we don't like to be in the video. We, we try, but some footage of you guys chopping around to accentuate some of the course features yeah. that we talk about. I think I don't know if it got cut, so. but you know Cameron, our our uh, our great videographer, uh, he uh, he did me dirty. He put the same shot twice in the video. I think of me just hitting Leaving the bunker it in shot, the bunker not getting there, it, right? not getting it out of the bunker, <laughs> and me just looking in dismay as it hangs on the lip. So I think he did that. He did that to me not once but twice in the video. <laughs> Great video. Get you ready for Oak Hill. Watch that Wednesday night, or if you're not available Wednesday night, it'll be on the Friday YouTube. It's, uh, I mean, the page. schedule is about to hit like 100 miles an hour here. L.A. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work. A lot of work to do. But we're, I'm we're pumped about fortunate LA. to do it. Uh, let's. Yeah. What, uh, anything that kind of you don't want to spoil that came to you in this most recent trip, but I, I don't want you to spoil anything that you're well, saving for June or that might I got be great co-opted. news. I got some great news from the recent trip, the fairway line, the most, what? one of the most absurd fairway lines in, in us open history has been redacted. They have moved it back out on the oh, 18th hole. It was uh, it was a preposterous, wow, very exciting attempt at a fairway line that has been, uh, has been overturned. I think that there was, I voiced my concerns on the Fried Egg podcast about it, but it sounds like there was a there was a great, great amount of criticism from a number a number of parties. But I have to hand it, the USGA listened, moved the fairway line back out. So that's that's wow. a great great thing. Uh, so it it won't look preposterous on the 18th hole coming up. It might might is still- it great news? Bad, co- bad for content. If we wanted our, it gives us a little less to holler about. I'm kidding. Oh, Overall, for I mean, there's some other fairway lines we can talk about. <laughs> good. So fair- we'll have to get to that. But we'll but that. overall, I mean, the golf course. I I said this to a couple people on site. Um, 
And obviously, this is going to sound odd with with Pebble Beach being a U.S. Open course, but I truly believe that LACC is the most beautiful U.S. Open venue that uh, that we have. And the reason that I think that way hmm. is that it is it is so natural in its landscape, like the the golf course blends in with what the the property wants to be more so than any other U.S. Open course I can think of. Um, the Barrancas are absolutely gorgeous, and especially with with the weather that we've had here with the rain. I think mm-hmm. that you're going to have a lot of color in them. It's it's just going to be a stunning, stunning. I mean, it's just unbelievable that that property is in the center of Los Angeles, like a a concrete jungle. And here's this like, you know, it gives you an idea of like what Los Angeles looked like before yeah. it got covered in concrete. Like yeah. it's I mean, there's some unbelievable images in the uh, in the clubhouse of of the golf course before before like the housing development and that's what it you know it looks like everywhere and that's what the cool thing about about this tournament it is uh you know i think like a lot of uh a lot of courses and you know i think you know a lot of venues that are around this should look at lacc and say like you know this is when you embrace naturalism as your as your aesthetic as you i mean tons of places in los angeles and southern california should look at this but like when you embrace the natural landscape as your look, you're going to yield the best looking possible course for you, right? It's There's mm-hmm. nothing more beautiful than, than what is there naturally, right? When you try and impose your look on something, it's not going to look as good. Yep. Good. Good insights. Good early insights. We'll have plenty of Los Angeles and US Open coverage coming uh in the next whatever not a long time four weeks five weeks before we get there so let's do uh designated events yeah let's do a little whip around wednesday i've been catching up on my messages and uh intel various intel you see uh well usga you see the us open i don't know if it was a tough edit for tony romo teeing off at local qualifying or local qualifying this this morning seen this what what exactly Um, happened well they announced his name and he takes a good you know 60 60 seconds or so to the the radar guns it he didn't have that done before they announced his name he's Fiddling with his glove. It's just a what long was he, what time. What was he gunning? It's the first I don't know. Shot. Yeah, I don't know. J.B. Holmes at that's Port what Rush. We're yes, that's exactly. That's what I, I mean, it, it, there was quite a ratio of replies that were probably maybe what the U.S. Open or USGA didn't intend when they tweeted Tony Romo qualifying. But um, it was not a, a particularly good clip for the pace of play rumors. And I'll tell you, we continue to get testimony from multiple areas on this issue, whether it's gents in the uh, you know cocktail tour, high level amateurs, college players, um, caddies, there's been a lot of testimony and messages that have come in about Mr. Robo, and I would just say that U.S. Open video they shared this morning uh, did him no favors on that front, and we were quickly tagged, and it was uh, ratioed as such. Other whip around, uh, good intel, good scoop. Can you guess what Dustin Johnson's favorite movie might have been in college? Favorite right. or might be still so be his favorite he's movie. He's got to be about our age. Yes. Um, I, I would say um, 
What was the one with Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn, uh, or the college one where the fraternity? Old school. Old school. Old school. That's what I'm going to go with yeah. old school. Uh, no, I guess this movie, and this is why I was messaged about it, was celebrating its 19th anniversary or something, 20th anniversary last year, uh, this week. Mean Girls. Apparently a big Mean Girls that's fan. Lindsay Lohan and all that. Yeah, so that's that's another Whip Around Wednesday nugget. Sounds like something DJ would get into. Uh, I could see him and Paulina I, watching that. I could see that that may that could be the early yes. bonding of the relationship. You know, what's your favorite movie? Sure. I love Mean Girls. Yes, and, DJ know. loves Mean Girls. Another good scoop. I don't know if you talked about this on Joseph Lamagna or Shane Bacon, but uh, this is from the PGA Pro PGA Professional National Championship front. Um, I guess Uresti, Omar Uresti, did not play in that event because a board of playing members of the PGA voted him to not be eligible. Wow. This is amazing. Sounds kind of fascist from the uh, we love our PGA tour, our PGA club pros. We love that organization. I don't know. And we know that Omar is crooked that he's able to do this end around deal, but like, what are they just making this up on the fly? This group of of People just say they vote, impose their new rules on the fly. You're not eligible. So Listen, I don't know. I, Tinge of fashion. A couple of years ago, I I may or may not have a uh, a close family member that lives down in Port St. Lucie and the oh, yeah, PGA and the PGA <laughs> Village. You told me about this. And he has informed me. I mean, apparently every time there's like a little event down there that Omar plays in, it is like everybody, everybody's rooting for the anyone else other than omar so this doesn't surprise me i mean he's, this is kinda... been, we're going on a decade of him just going down and beating up on guys who who worked a real job for their lives like you know he's down there beating up on a guy who who was a head pro at a club for 30 years and he played on the pga tour and then when, when he's not down there beating up on people he's playing in the opposite field events uh, so they just voted him at all. This is great. I hope. I, oh, yeah. I wonder what's going on with our our guy uh, Cook. Cook, <laughs> yeah. Was it Ben Cook? I, that's what I'm saying. It's a slippery slope here on what, what they're just going to start vo- creating rules on the fly, special exemptions to cut people out. I so. haven't tuned in, but I got a message from from a friend of the program to group text that I'm on that was just like this. Yeah, the only thing in the message was, God, this Club Pro Tournament golf course looks terrible. <laughs> well, New Mexico, I think they were, right? I think they were in New Mexico somewhere for that end of last week. But all right, that concludes Whip Around Wednesday, at least for right now. Um, we'll probably jump around a little bit more in news. Can we do an ad read for our friends at Fat Cork? Absolutely. And I don't even, I don't even know if this is like... Hey, this is barely an ad. Real rate. quick, this is just uh, real quick. The yeah. event of the week, I'm going to make the Club Pro Championship just because of the news. <laughs> retroactive. Well, the new. Well, it's not retroactive. The news of them banning. Wasn't your, it the end of last week? <laughs> okay, all right. Five. All right. It's. I just went to PGA.com. Five things to know on moving day of the 2023 PGA Club oh, Professional. We're on? we're right in the okay. middle of it. You want to know okay. who's leading? I thought it was end of last week. Let's see who's Who? leading. God, all right. John Summers is is leading. Braden Shattuck, Shattuck, Chris Sanger, Gabe Shattuck. Reynolds, Ben Kern. I feel like we've seen that name before. Ben Kern. 
Oh, yeah, from Texas, the big boy from Texas. Wears a bucket hat, did well at Bell Reef. Michael yeah. Block, Matt Schalk. Oh, the pig man, Kenny Pigman. <laughs> Wasn't he, didn't he qualify for something? Maybe, he might, Maybe. like on a PGA Tour, I feel like he was in something. Matt Cahill, Colin Inglis. I think that might be the coach of the Northwest. Yeah, let's look at it. I think it ends today. It looks like May third, as we speak here. So we the are, David Inglis is, is the coach of, of Northwestern. Um, yeah, we got Greg Coke, Alex Beach, White Worthington. Lots of lots of familiar names here. There we go. Gonna <laughs> oh man, into that Oak Hill video. Some of these guys. We got JJ Colleen. Is this a potential Urusty situation? Whoa. Interesting. Well, he is the West Texas driving range pro, um, as he's known, right? Yeah. Huh. We'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that one. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Slippery slope. I fellow mean, podca- you, fellow start, podcaster. Yeah, we'll That's true. Like, colleague of ours. He's gonna yeah, be he's gonna ours. be playing the club pro championship and uh his his podcasting host, uh John Peterson is gonna be playing the mid am. So <laughs> How about that? How about that? Um, all right, Fat Cork, our friends at Fat Cork. I mean, this is this is this is not a hard sell. Um, they've they've although it seems like you guys have screwed it up because we got to clarify an email. I don't know what ad read was done before I was cut off, but well, we have to clarify. Of these course, I'm gonna co- screw golfer it up. I was, comps. I was le- I was left you know left by myself. I I, I was <laughs> forced to host the show. I'm not a host. The, <laughs> The golfer comps, Patrick Cantley, Jordan Spieth, the, the, to that the, they were expertly and exquisitely done. Just to give you a sense of this is a friend of the program, an owner, a company that's that's a shotgunner, sicko like you. He played the Friday event in Ohio. Uh, he's a great, great individual to support his business. He did those on the fly. It, it, you know, kind of as, as a, I don't know, a show of his credibility that, that he's a sicko and they were hilarious com- comparing certain bottles of champagne to, you know, just a guy blend or whatever. Uh, that is not the mother's day gift package. I don't know what was read before this, but the mother's day gift set um, is an $89 bottle of champagne. You get a little extra with it. You get the champagne sleeve, which I was flummoxed on how to use that before. I think you put it in the freezer and it keeps it cool. Like on a nice day outside at it the park or whatever it, looks it is. Pretty sweet. You get a shit. It is. It is cool. Champagne stopper. Uh, but this is uh, like this is a gift that's going to be consumed, whether it's it's probably for your wife. Let's be honest. Your kids aren't going to be proactive and get your wife something. So Mother's Day is just could be wife's day. Might as well be if you've got a, or, or something for your mom. Maybe you are proactive and you're in your 20s or something and you want to get something for your mom. Go to fatcork.com. Use the promo code golf. You get free shipping. And like, look, I'm getting some truly horrendous emails uh, soliciting Mother's Day gift ideas. Like I got one today, no names for a golf glove. Like if you give your mom golf gloves or a the, golf glove. Do you glove, think it was the HJ glove? No, <laughs> it was not that. But like, even if she loves golf, I just don't think that's doing it. And ch- chocolates, flowers, all these cliche. Like this is something that will be a home run. It will be a winner. It will be consumed. It will be used, and probably a little unexpected. So go to fatcork.com. Here, here's use the, promo code golf. Here's the great thing about this gift. I, if I let me just like, I think best case scenario is that it's amazing champagne. It's delicious. 
This is like yes. better. I'm not like a champagne like aficionado, but I can just taste a difference. It's better. It's better than like expensive champagne from the from Binnie's or wine, whatever wine depot. What's the place you go to? Total wine. Um, yeah, total wine. Total yeah. wine. Um, I don't go there to be clear. I here, go there when occasionally. Let me just tell you what the worst case scenario of this gift is. Like, there's a lot of worst case scenarios. Like, never gets used with gifts. Worst case scenario of this gift, it gets regifted. Right. Right. If you, it's a party favor, you have people yeah. over dinner, you give it to the going out the door, you get, you know, you serve it at a party, whatever. Yes, it will be used. There, there's um, no, there's no bad part. Like when they grab, say they re-gift it as a housewarming gift to somebody else, when they grab it, they're going to be like, oh, Brendan, thank you. In their head, thank you for giving me this. So you go to Mother's Day gift bundle. You go to fatcork.com, shop around for the gifts and bundles tab. Use the promo code GOLF. Uh, and yeah, you're supporting a, a brand that supported us and part of this community. So, um, all right, let's move on. We are. Do you want to talk more place. about the PGA Pro Club Pro? I could. I could. I'd know as much about that probably as I do this Quail Hollow coming in cold off of the off the bench, off the beach. Um, former yeah. former Bears cornerback Kyle Fuller is in the field. That's not true. That's got to be a different He's T38. Kyle Fuller. Are you making that up? That's not like the actual Kyle Fuller. You're just you're making that up. Okay. Um, schedule for the week. Let's get to it. On the PGA Tour, we have the Wells Fargo Championship returning from uh, from Maryland back down to Quail Hollow Club in Charlotte, North Carolina. That is uh, Thursday through Sunday. Uh, your usual split between NBC, Golf Channel. I'm sorry, Golf Channel and CBS on the weekend. Um, we have notables, just a few. I mean, it's a designated event. Homba, defending champ. Roy McIlroy, Xander, Morikawa, Spieth, JT, Finau, Jason Day. Notably absent are uh, the top two players in the world, Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm. And that's the, you know, this is a historic place, or not a historic, but, you know, a traditional stop on the PGA Tour. Quail Hollow Club. Do you have any thoughts on this? Do you want to do some one and done, some featured groups? What, what would you like to do here? Quail Hollow, for me, just never does it. You have to be able to. I saw Webb Simpson. Hey, you're What's talking. Say, about, you're talking about the site of one of the greatest presidents' cups ever. Uh, the I tough guess, thing, sure. the tough thing, is all the fans that the presidents' cup brought in aren't going to be able to recognize the course because the routing was all different. That's true. That's true. All those people it brought in. Um, I I saw Webb Simpson gave a quote, and I'm sorry, I can't remember where. It said it was top three. Like toughest screens to putt on the PGA Tour, which all the metrics indicate that you just need to be drive it well and be a good iron, like 175 and plus iron player. And and that's not to say you, you, you can't not be able to putt for a week, but this is a tee to green kind of precision test. Um, and you can get away with being a poor chipper or, or putter and get away with it. So um, it's long. It's got a green mile. And it's a, uh, yeah, it's a traditional stop on the PGA Tour. They're, they've redone four again, right? That part three, there's even more. Or, or they're, redo, they're putting new greens in, I saw. New greens after after this event. Tearing it up again. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how it could be. I guess one of the things I think about is like Quail Hollow. Obviously, if you host a regular tour event. And 
I think to a certain extent, it's a good course on tour, right? Yeah. Like it's an above average golf course on tour, which, you know, you could say, well, that's not saying that much. But sure. I think one of the tough things when you host an event every year is you get like overexposed and people like and I think one of the things that Quail Hollow struggles with is like it it just has too many events. You know, it does not. I remember like it used to be kind of exciting, but at this Mm -hmm. point it's become pretty like especially I think when you host a major and then you go back to like just a regular tour event. It's a like a big down downshift. Um, the only like exception is when the golf course is like truly transcendent and exceptional. And in the case of like Riviera, you know, um, yeah, where I think you're kind of illuminating a problem here of why PGA Tour may have a pretty low bar of great venues. It's like how many great venues want to jump in that pot? Yeah. And I think like you have to applaud like the fact like. Charlotte's a great market for the PGA Tour. It's a great, um, you know, sure. it's awesome that they have a course that is like really willing to host a lot of these things. That being said, you know, whenever I get like here, the greatness tossed around, I don't know of any any great course who's undergone so many large renovations. Right. Um, a lot obviously, done. you could throw Constant. Pebble or you could throw not Pebble. um, augusta in the boat but like for the most part they're just making tweaks right and reconstructing things and improving infrastructure in a lot of cases but they aren't making like drastic changes as as much as as quail hollow is um but you know that being said it's it's you know you gotta applaud like it's an event in charlotte this is a place that the tour should be it's the right time of year there we usually get a great leaderboard. Um, this year's probably going to be the same since we've got the best players in the world for the most part, outside of Rom and Scheffler here. Um, and uh, you know, a pretty smart, savvy strategy for FedEx Cup wise by Rom. You know, do you think he's uh, he's he's starting to employ the Joseph Lamagna play all the week no, events? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think he would have gone to Mexico if he wasn't defending champ. Just a hunch, just a hunch, but he had to kind of fulfill that duty and he picked off runner-up points and then, yeah, he's against, you know, uh, Kevin Stadler and, and those kinds and now he's skipping Wells Fargo. I think it's his one skip, though. You only get one, right? Yeah. So, um, featured groups, I don't know. That's everybody you'd expect. I don't know that I need to read off the list, quite honestly. Let's do uh, let's do one and what done. What do you think about let's... Rory being back? Um, I think it's good to see him back. It's good that he's back. I think he probably couldn't have missed another one. I I I don't know. It's I'll see how he plays. He's obviously like this is a place where he's feasted. Um, I'm seeing all the the. The gambling websites are, are tabbing him to do well again. Um, we'll They're going out on the limb. Give our final, we'll give our final judgment on that as a preeminent gambling pod here in a few minutes. But um, it's good to see him back. I think there's like some weird sort of uh, like curiosity and like speculation about why he was gone. That's going on that I'm not really trying to encourage here with this segment, but. Um, I don't know. It felt like just reading the articles and, and seeing like media coverage around it. Uh, I think that, I don't know. It's, it's, he said, he told Dan Rapport is a private matter. Needed a, he told Todd Lewis it was a mental like recharge, physical recharge after the masters. He seemed 
upset about how he played and he skipped. And I guess I saw Dan Rappaport had a Monahan quote that he will not be getting his pip three million. He's ineligible for it, which I think feels probably appropriate just for the sanctity of that whole arrangement that they've come up with in the last year with designated events and PIP and all that stuff and what's mandatory and what's not, they probably should have not tried to cut. They can't, you know, they cannot bend the rules. It would have been, it would have been very uh, like nineties NBA uh, (laughs) stuff if if they bent the rules there. Um, Yeah. What do you think of Rory being back? I, I think like, listen, like one of the, the, I guess like, you know, everybody, everybody love, you know, would love to be a professional athlete. One of the best play- people in, in the world at, at something like golf. Right. One yep. of the things is that like your personal life becomes the object of interest from millions of people. And, you know, I think something similar is like the Andrew Wiggins thing, right. Where he was, you know, just basically, you know, DNP and it was personal reasons and everybody wanted to know why. And sometimes like it's okay for, for the world not to know why someone can't compete at the highest level, you know? Um, right. And right. like everybody has a life and I'm sure everybody has had instances where they couldn't go to work because of something that came up in their life. And I think that's the way that that needs to be kind of the lens that needs to be looked through really. Right. Yeah, and I think it's also sort of indicative of of Rory's kind of escalation in the game, certainly over the last month uh, or last year. Um, yeah, that there is sort of and him obviously being the head of so many of the changes and and doing the double skip and that it, it was just like kind of a co- poor coincidence for the person and the timing of it. So um, yeah, he's he's. Not in Tiger level, where everybody's probably wanting to know every little detail about everything. But um, yeah, he's he's very he's high profile player, and people were asking questions. So he's back this week. Good to see him back. That's it. How about Cantlay with the new Dan Rappaport? I had this scoop. Joe Lacava on the bag. I was curious. uh, Do you think? Do you think this is going to improve pace of play? Um. Maybe. I don't know. No, probably not. Probably not. What I found curious or interesting was he did not ask Tiger about it. He went straight to LaCava and asked him. And I don't know. I don't know if you should. I don't know if Tiger should get deference in all things. And, you know, Tiger's part-time player is probably too generous of a term. But I probably would have asked him first. And instead of just going to Lacava, this feels like a like a Kendall Roy type maneuver by Cantlay. Just, just not. Just I would have gone and asked Tiger first, but it's not the biggest deal in the world. He's now got Lacava on his bag, and apparently, what Tiger's blessing to Joey said, you know, you can go. I, I don't. There were suggestions that uh, we're getting all sorts of stupid DMs about that, but I think Tiger and Joey are on good terms, and you know Tiger gave him his blessing, and now he's with Cantlay. Do you think Cantlay should have had to ask Tiger first instead of going straight to Joey? I mean, why wouldn't you just ask? I think it would be weird if he asked Tiger first. To be completely honest, like let's just like play why? this. Let me just play this out in a in a real world scenario here. It's Same. Tiger's guy. But, and Tiger's a different ball of wax. Hold on. He's a different 
let's just say that me and you uh, have uh, have competed companies, and I want to hire a guy that works for you. That you this is analogy breaks down already. <laughs> this is just uh, we're not like Tiger is it's a Tiger is a fatherhead figure. Like this is so it's just it's, a different. It not, I this happens so. all over the place. No. Do you think everybody that wants to hire somebody away from somebody goes and asks the employer, that's, hey, that's can I hire, hire this guy? I think it would have been a courtesy. Do you think that there should be like assistant coaches in, in the NFL? They have to get like permission to, to this is, talk. These are apples to oranges com- comparisons. The tiger creates a different scenario some, here. Some, I know. Uh, here. some pushback here. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we disagree there. You know, another week. On the LPGA tour, we have the Hanwha. Hey, we got to pick our picks. Oh, yeah. Who you got? I'm taking Cam Young. Uh, that's a good one. I that's just, a good one. That's chalky as hell. It's just, I, I got, I, I've been a little cold. I've been, you know, but my, my sidebar throwaway pick of wreck last week was Akshay. I, I got a lot of messages. Thank you for that pick. Lots of uh, lots of people oh, cashing. Well. Lots of people yeah. cashing on like top ten bets. So you know, I I just got to get back into it. Wyndham Clark was like top twenty five, but I got to get I got to get some juice. I need some some positive momentum heading into the PGA. I am worried. I you know my general strategy with one and done, and this is just like just take all the top players because like it's really hard to take them all in a season. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm getting I'm running I, out. I, I, but I'm not that worried. Like, you just t- keep taking them. I still yep. got Scheffler and Rom. Like, oh, other good. guys pop up and start playing well. Like, you got a lot of dead weeks coming up with like 3M. Just keep taking the big guy, big names, and you're one and done. Is my general advice. Like, do not waste big names because you get to the end of the year and you'll be like, damn it, I didn't take Xander. I didn't take yep. Rory. Yep. I didn't like that happens a lot. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who to take this week. I, I, I took Ricky Fowler for this podcast on the Texas Open. I did not take him for the one I actually pay for. So I'm taking Ricky Fowler wow. in the one I actually pay for. Ricky. Um, I've used a lot of big names. I have Homa, Rory, and Cantley left. And that's about it for, for, for top names. But uh, tempted to take Rory. I'm going to take Ricky Fowler. I don't know if that disqualifies me because I threw him out there for the Texas Open. As a backup, if it does, I'll go with Corey Connors, CT Machine Connors, um, who kind of has that, you know, he won Texas. It's been T to green, ace, um, and obviously has good memories here from the President's Cup yeah, in September. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a lot of guys that you could pick on the fringes, right, of, uh, yeah. of it. Like, I don't think a bad pick would be even like a guy like, um adam scott right yeah this course yeah. would fit him like it's a it's a tee to green specialist place he hasn't like broken out and played great this year but you know it's like it, that's a place that i could see him playing well i could see a guy like keith mitchell playing well here who's played really well this season um he's done well he's played with rory in that final group a yeah years ago uh-huh so. um i could see if you're looking for more value like Cam Davis has turned it around and yeah, I, he's played, he played well in the president's cup here last year. And like, if you're looking at course fit for a guy, that's not a top 50 player in the world. There you go. Real gambling podcast stuff going on here. All right. Schedule for the week. Continue on with the Hanwa life plus international crown. A very cool. Oh, maybe event. this should be the event of the week. I might go down there. I got to see if I can get, you know, 
out of the house to get down there. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like that your wife would be amenable to that after the last few days. Um, TPC Harding Park, the the international crown. It's thirty two players from eight countries. Uh, this is cool. Primetime golf, six to nine Eastern on Golf Channel from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, nine o'clock. Harding Park, a scenic venue we all know, um, and sort of a different match play uh, country format. Every, eh, not the English players, but most everybody's playing. Nelly Cord, Alexi Thompson, Lilia Vu, Daniel Kane are your four Americans as we get particularly jingoistic here, talking about the U.S. team only. Minji Lee, Ataya Titikul, Jinyun Ko, Nasai Hadeoka. Uh, just a really cool concept, good event that's back on the schedule after a, a couple of years off on the LPGA side. So uh, close to event of the week, if, you're, if you want to be serious about it. It should but, be uh, event of the yeah, week. Prime it's going to be golf. event of the week. Yeah. I, got, I got, okay. lost, got out over my skis. <laughs> Meg Adkins writing well uh, about the international crown in the uh, newsletter. We'll have more coverage on that Friday, Monday newsletter and on the website. Uh, continuing on, PGA Tour champions, the Mitsubishi, just the sugar daddies of the senior circuit, Mitsubishi Electric Classic, not to be confused with the Mitsubishi whatever in Hualai. Uh, this is uh, this is at TPC Sugarloaf in Duluth, Georgia. Um, Sunday's spot. This is whatever noon to two Friday, three better, to six on Golf Channel. Peacock, better watch Saturday out for Sunday. this event when Stu Sink uh, becomes eligible. Seriously, it's close. He's got to be a couple weeks away, if not. Uh, it's very soon, I believe. Bernhard Longer, Fred Couples, Ernie Ellis, Stricker, saying Steve Flesh, the only two-time winner of this event. So uh, that's your Champions Tour. On the DP World Tour, we have the DS Automobiles Italian Open at Marco Simone. A little preview oh, of the wow. Ryder Cup venue. Um, this is the coffee too bad, golfs. Too bad it's going up against an, uh, an elevated event, a designated event. What a good, yeah. what a good strategic alliance there. You could get, you could get your your big national Ryder Open. Cup guys out for the yeah, national yeah. Open at the Ryder Cup event. But no, they can only miss one of those. Uh, so this is at Marco Simone. It's at seven a.m. to noon uh, Eastern time. Coffee golf, seven thirty to noon on the weekend. Notables are Luke Donald, the captain for the Euros, Bobby McIntyre, Rafa Cabrera Bayo, Victor Perez, and Guido Micliassi are your of that uh, group. Who do you think is going to be on the Ryder Cup? Vic Perez. Um, Perez, uh, maybe Micliassi if they give like kind of this home hometown discount deal. They want more Italians. I mean, he's he's not a hack. I mean, he's won and done well on the DP World Tour. But I don't know if he's a Ryder Cup player. Jamie Weir always touts his Perez ability, is sixty six in the OWGR, which obviously is coming what? under fire lately. Why? Because to, to Lord Gooch, yeah. I missed to Lord Gooch in Singapore. He won again. Went back to back. You missed that. I, everybody missed that. Now he's coming home to Tulsa. I mean, Quito Migliazio is. 191 in the OWGR right now. <laughs> He's won in the last, within the last like six months. Didn't he win the French, maybe French Open? He won, um, yeah, he won the Kazoo Open de France. Yeah. So after yeah. that, he's got uh, more missed cuts than made cuts. <laughs> Not a good scene. Rumored yeah, live boy. After that, he's got five made cuts and six missed cuts. Rumored to be dabbling with live. Guido Migliazzi. Oh, I don't know how that's going to turn know. things around for them. 
Um, so yeah, I guess Victor Perez probably a better option as a Ryder Cup potential. Um, that all right? That would be like uh, that'd be like you know surveying the QB market and being like, we got to lock Baker in for a big number for for five years. <laughs> we got to get this guy. Well, fortunately, my Browns didn't do that. They didn't give him the Josh Allen deal. They didn't make that mistake. Kyler, they they cut bait early. So. Do you think Deshaun's uh, right. going to be good next year? Oh, God, let's not. Let's. It's April, May third. Let's not talk about that. We got a long tape. I think he is. I think we're stocked up on receiver. Elijah Moore, this wideout we got from Tennessee, DPJ, Amari Cooper. We're going to be good. I think. I don't know if he'll be good, but I think we'll be all right. We'll be better than we you were. You still have Joku um, and Njoku or David? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Joku and yeah, he was Chief. good last year. He is good. He's a big boy. Nice guy, too. All right. That's it for schedule for the week. News. I think we've hit everything. Brooks is pregnant. You see Brooks. Brooks not proper. His his wife is pregnant. Um, (laughs) That'd be something if he was pregnant. I think it's going to be our first. Correct me if I'm wrong. First test case of what I would like to call the Pat Perez provision uh, for a birth of a child on live. So we'll see what happens there. If there's a conflict, there's a conflict. I, I don't know when the due date is. If they're announcing it, it could be, you know, around Jetta time. Could be Doral. Could be could be total downtime in the off season before they get fired up next year. But I'm I'm curious to see what happens with the Pat Perez rule uh, on live for for a pregnant a golfer who's expecting a child because uh, we know that's why Pat Perez went there because he had to miss the birth of his uh, his child in in while playing whatever liberty national uh other news jim furick is the president's cup captain did that kind wow. of light your fire this how about week? that what a surprise this is a shock a shock that it went to one of furick dl3 stricker or zj, ZJ. just you know utterly unbelievable that that one of those guys got another president's cup captaincy um uh, yeah, I I look. I guess it's working. They're winning a lot. They're winning. I don't know. The Presidents Cup. They always win that. Right, right. I know, but this era of team golf. But it, it seems are they like winning we have to a get lot? Some new blood. New blood. It's not really exciting, but that's fine. But I guess that's. I I got to push back. Are they actually winning a lot, or did they just win two of the last four Ryder Cups? They crushed it. Hazeltine crushed it. Whistling straight, crushed. crushed the President's Cup, got and then get smoked at, in France. Yeah, yeah at France. Yeah, yeah. Well, they lost what before France? What was before France? Was that uh... no? It, was, it goes France, whistling, uh, whistling straights. Yeah, but, Hazeltine, France. But before Hazeltine, they lost. Oh, and, oh, God, yeah. Now we're going way back. But that's that was Tom Watson, for God's sake. That was I'm, Tom Watson. What I'm saying is, they have not. They're they're at 500. In team competition since, since in the last in the last four, like I think it's probably going to change, but I just want to point out for our our international friends that all they've done doing is keeping the status quo going in the President's Cup. Well, this is a big test case this year. They, they almost, can get over the Guido uh, hump that's coming and win on European soil. It could mean something <laughs> for this. Further affirmation for this kind of cabal who've taken the reins of the entire operation. So speaking of fascism, like they have owned it. There's no new blood coming in. They've taken over. So I don't know. Furek, I'm I'm happy for him. Um, 
Last bit of news, Annika accepting an exemption into the U.S. Women's Open. That's good. Great. I mean, I think... Uh, Best player of all time. Yeah. Women's player. You know, I, I think this is really a great exemption. I, I would push back on her celebrity exemptions. That's what I just don't understand. We're, and I would like, and I'm sure we'll get expert testimony on this. Are they getting purse money or prize cash money payouts to the celebrities? What do they get? for? Because she's cleaning think, up. She's well, winning, winning, solo second, all those events. She's just drifting back and forth from one to the next as a, a, a player in the U.S. Women's Open to a Tahoe and all these other celebrity divisions. I would like to know, is she getting purse payouts for all the, the dominance against you know Marty Fish and Derek Lowe and Larry the Cable Guy, things of that. I, I so. think that I've heard that sometimes they have to give up their amateur status. So that would, you know, lend me to believe that there's some cash payouts. There's like a real decision well, among among those. Maybe they could well, go the club pro route after they give up their amateur status. I don't want to make this the world's biggest crime, but I think it's interesting that it's just bouncing around back and forth. So that All does right. it. All <laughs> right. Everybody that. enjoy your Wednesday. We're back, back on Terra Firma here in the United States, and uh, you're back at your shed. So we'll be back Friday with uh, another episode of the Shotgun Start.